0: This is Business Fever NG Podcast, episode 46. This is a podcast where successful food entrepreneurs in Nigeria share their success stories of how they built their brand and the lessons they learned along the way. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Olumide from Barbecue and Cravings. Hi guys, good morning. Um, welcome to the show again. Always glad to have you guys listening. Um, my name is Ulumide from Barbecue and Cravings. Uh, today's topic, I'm going to talk about cash flow. I, um, it's always something that I, I can't say I struggle with, but I'm always conscious of. Um, obviously, like I said in the previous uh, podcast, I look at my KPIs, we run income statements. So generally I have an idea of what my cash position is. And I felt like it, was, it would be good to just touch, <clears throat> just dis- discuss this with you guys to give you guys a better idea and maybe a better understanding or a starting point for you to dig deeper and maybe do more research online so you can help your business out so the way i look at cash flow is basic cash coming in versus cash going out and it's you have 100 naira right now with you and you have to spend 50 naira well that's a negative 50 cash flow i mean okay let me rephrase that you have 100 naira right now are you going to spend naira in the future that means your cash your cash position is gonna be fifty naira then because you have um you, you're expecting to spend fifteen naira in the near future. I think what may happen to some businesses here is they don't factor certain things in and they're already in such a hole that as they go on, they're not able to make enough cash to cover the expen- the, the pending expenses of the business so you can look at it from a point of view where um, let's say your gen breaks down in the office right and your cash balance is 2 million and that's fine for cash balance but you have to buy a new gen at 1.5 you buy a new gen at 1.5 and your rent is due in 3 months so that's going to be a cash flow problem you know because you just spent 1, 1.5 out of the 2m that you have That maybe you might have been planning to use 1M for the rent. Now you're down to 500,000 left. And then obviously you have pending problems, you know, you have pending issues or pending expenses like um, salaries, uh, repairs, and uh, just general maintenance and overhead of the restaurant. So it is good to always have a good picture of the cash flow. And what I've seen online is they recommend you should do this like eight weeks yeah, eight to 12 weeks in advance. So pretty much you're telling yourself like you have enough money to cover most foreseen expenses for the next five, six months or oh, for the next three, four months. Um, I think that's a good strategy to have. Um, what I do in my business is like for the most part, like, cause we have an income statement and we, we know most of, we, we have an, we have a gauge of what our expenses are going to be on a monthly basis. Um, and we're in a position where because we have priced our products right, um, general sales can cover most of our expenses. So we don't have to go back and dig into, um, let's call it cash reserve. You know, um, if I'm trying to buy like, an, like a bike, for example, I would try to squeeze money out of, you know, that month's sales to buy a bike. So I'm not going into uh, the bank balance to remove money which means that your cash balance in your bank should actually be growing. So if Lando tells you your rent is now 10,000 naira, obviously not. rent is now, let's say like 2 million naira. hopefully in the duration of the year, you've been able to save enough money to cover that. I've had gen problems where I probably would have spent, you know, a few hundred <laughs> thousand naira on my gen this year alone. And I didn't have to borrow money for these things. Because one, we price our products right, but most importantly, is we've had a positive cash flow. So a, a, a visual I've seen online is like you're um, you're trying to fill a bucket up with water. That's your revenue. That's you know cash coming in. With the cash flow, what you're supposed to do is project a cash forward and say, um, let's say this is January right now, and you would look through. Almost like look at your business and say in the next three, four months, how much cash am I supposed to have? So if you're supposed to have, you know, if you have, so it's you're looking at your your future expenses, what's pending, you know, um, what renovations you want to do, what kind of hires you want to have, what increases, what bonuses. It, it's about really looking at your cash position right now and projecting and saying, if we keep going at this rate, am I going to have challenges tomorrow? You know, um, I personally think like most businesses shut down because they're not making money. I mean, yes, you can talk about maybe they have bad products or bad operations, but they're just not making as much cash as they're spending. And what also happens sometimes is you can finance your business through other means. Maybe you borrow money from other people, but you have to pay all these things back. And if you borrowed money for the year, let's say like 4M, and come year-end, you know, you have 2M in your account or 3M because of mismanagement or just sales has been bad, you, you're you going to be out of business. You know, so it, it's the idea of how fast are you replacing the cash that you're spending, you know, and it, it really boils down to you having a, a thorough understanding of your operations, understanding of your, I guess even the strategy as well too because, Bottom line is you've got to make more money than you're spending. Like, it's that simple. Um, but also, you need to also factor in things that... You have to factor in things that are not, like, immediate. You know, so one of the things we I do with my rent, or you, should, you can do with your rent, is you break your rent. We pay rent here maybe every year or two years. In some cases, more than that. Um, you're supposed to divide the let's say you pay rent for two years then the amount you paid you pay rent every two years so pretty much every single month you should be removing a fraction of of that rent and putting it aside you know um so that way you're removing that cash so when two years hits that money you've accrued that money you know it's not like in your cash balance you removed it or you put it somewhere or you, you can even live in your bank and just have a a cash balance that says Okay, you might have 4M really there, but you know 2M is going towards rent. So your cash position is 2M at this point in time. And stuff like that helps you, um, it helps you know how much cash you can play with. And like I said, like I see restaurants spending money, a lot of money on rent and renovation, that's fantastic. But they're gonna have issues breaking even if sales are slow. And because they put so much money inside, like, they're already in the negative. So, your money coming in must be way more than the money going out. You know, obviously, like I said, better operations, better strategy, better pricing us this. But it's just things you can't control. You know, like you government comes and tells you, tells them you owe them taxes. you got to pay that. Um, your bike gets totaled in an accident. You've got to replace that. Um, your employees leave and you have to hire more qualified employees. You have to have money for that. Um, so that's kind of key also like inventory ties into this into this as well um actually you can make it tie into this and the way you would do that is the way you can see inventory tying into this is when you spend too much people have stock and they just don't have maybe they bought the wrong stock maybe you know um so like for example when i was in a previous uh, podcast i spoke about having an inventory turn of about like five between six to eight times a month um that's because you're not going you're not supposed to have way too much inventory at hand you cannot pay bills with the inventory you know so if i bought like let's say one container of catch ketchup i'm tying money down at some point i won't have money to pay other things if you know let's just say things happen so the idea really is to have the optimum level of inventory so you have cash because cash is king you can't pay salary off how much bags of rice you have in store you can't pay um for diesel with how much crates of eggs or how much coke you have in the office you know you have to have cash you know which again with with better management you start seeing things but cash is king and cash gives you a lot of freedom you know uh, like i said we meet with the uh, i want to invest in another bike right now and i've i didn't really accrue i didn't really plan for it but we have a decent cash flow that can afford for can I, can, I can afford this and i also know that because it's an investment if i purchase a bike that should increase my sales because we can serve more customers at the end of the day so it's like a win win in that situation The other thing I would suggest people have to do. Is they have to pay themselves first. Um, Now the way this. I did it for a while. Then I stopped doing it. But I'll probably take on my own advice right now. If you're making a meal a month. And your salary is 100,000. Take it out. And then you have 900k left for that business. Now. What usually happens. With entrepreneurs is. They don't tax the business. What their worth really is. So. The money in the the business, you just take what you need. But then, so maybe you're making a meal and you're taking 10K for this, 5K for this, 20K for this. And you're there, you're left. But then when your house rent comes up and when your office rent comes up at similar times, that money is coming from the same source. You know, so if you're taking 100K a month, a salary, for example, right? You now know that in a year you have one2 your rent must be within that 1.2 so it's almost like your business needs to pay for if you're depending on what level you're on in your business but your business needs to make enough money to pay for your bills otherwise you're going to run into cash problems that's day one and if your business can pay for the bills take all that money out and see if the business can actually survive for itself so it's almost like business bills and your personal bills should equal how much cash you need to be making in your business because you got to take care of yourself so you can you can short pay yourself and say okay you're what 100k but you're going to give yourself 50k salary that's fine but when your car breaks down where you getting the money from if you're getting the money from your business then you might as well charge your business of a decent amount of salary for your head because you're going to run into those problems, and I see. I mean, the times where school fees hits and something else hits, I'm like, "Oh, business is going to pay for it," you know, because I'm not taking enough money out of, I'm not taking enough salary to pay for all these things. But you have to do that because that gives you a better understanding of what your business is. You know, um, if you're running a business out of your house, fine. Expense your rent. Let your business pay a fraction of that rent, because that lets you know exactly how healthy the business is. You know, Um, so it, it, it's, the idea of having a cash flow is like the fall of a business to see if you have enough diesel, if you have enough petrol in the tank to get you to where you want to go. you're in Lagos you want to go to your battle, you have 50 liters of petrol, would that get you anywhere? That's your cash flow. You know, it can start you off, but would he stop you like halfway through the journey? That's your cash flow. So you need to know uh cash flow um folks who are taking money out who borrow money um you got to pay back make sure you factor that into your cash flow make sure you know that even if you're not paying the money back right now and it might and it might be like a one-year uh payment plan factor that in because when you have to pay would you have enough money to pay for other things you know um rent goes up you're expanding you know and you can have a very successful business and still have very shitty cash flow. You know, imagine, you know, you're doing maybe like 2M a month and you're doing very well, but in that 2M a month, you're making maybe like 400,000 euro profit. That's fine. Uh, Come seven months, rent goes up. So, you know, now you have to pay about like, let's say 1.5 mil at the end of the year. And then you want to buy extra bikes. You're making money every day. Cash flow is coming in, but your pending expenses you can't you can't cope with. So um, that's probably something that I think people should really take a look at. Um, obviously it starts off from sales minus expenses gives you your let's say your net income, and that net income is your beginning point to understanding what your cash flow is. Now in in a very. It, in an ideal world, your net income is what your bank balance should be grown by. So if you made a millionaire profit right now, that money should be banked, right? And then your bank should have a millionaire in there sitting in there. So if you're doing a year, a million profit every year, every month rather. So at the end of the year, you should have 12 millionaire in your account. If you don't have 12M, which most of us don't. That tells you that money is going out in other areas that you haven't factored in. And in most cases, you might have made, let's say, 20M in a year. And your account in the bank is still like less than a meal. Where is that money going into cash flow problems? So you have to identify every money going out. Identify any money owed. Identify any money not collected. Again, you have cases where you've sold things in credit. That's fine, you may have that money, but until that money is in your account, you don't have it. You know, which is why selling the credit is really bad because it's tight. in fact I think a lot of rec- a lot of clubs have these issues where, you know, patrons owe them money and, and you can collect and you cannot go pay for a bottle of champagne or boxes of champagne by saying, Oh, Mr. X owes me money. You cannot pay vendors based on somebody else owing you money. So your cash liquidity is the most important thing. You know, even when you sell on credit as well, uh, maybe every 30 days you get your payment or every two weeks. Well, something might happen within that week that might make you real tight. So cash is king and it's not how many folks might owe me. It's not how many sales I make. It's a combination of everything also tied to what you have left in your account thank you guys for listening to the show again um this is a very unique topic i i would just recommend that you guys do a bit more research or you can ask me more questions but i'm still trying to figure it out but i know that i have a better understanding now than i did before and i have an accounting background you know but basically it's just cash coming in minus cash going out all right guys have a wonderful day Uh, until next time take care If you like our show and you want to know more, please check out businessfeverng.com. Share the link with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join us again on Monday for a new podcast. Thank you.